I think one of the biggest weaknesses that I see with entrepreneurs is that they are extremely passionate about the thing that they do and far less passionate about the finances. And therein lies their demise. My personal story is that I failed accounts one at university twice, quite badly, in fact. And so I was left with the narrative in my mind that I was really bad at this accounting thing. So when I entered the entrepreneurship space, I would automatically outsource the accounting and the finance function to somebody else who I believed knew what they were talking about. I had failed accounts one twice. I was not good at accounts. In the second business I got involved in as a young entrepreneur, I grew that business significantly over the first year. But we were constantly having cash flow issues. And this was mainly a function of our high growth and the fact that our systems and processes were not put in place in a commensurate way with that growth. These cash flow crisis moments created a huge amount of anxiety for me and I remember approaching my mentor who had backed me to ask him to please second one of his very clever accountants who knew about finance, knew about accounting systems and knew about cash flow management. He looked at me after my request and said to me, what is your title? And I said to him, I'm the marketing and sales director. I'm the guy who grew this business, wanting him to pat me on the back. Without flinching, he responded to me, well, change your title and do it yourself. I was quite shocked with the response and quite frankly, I was quite angry. I was expecting that pat on the back and yet I got a punch in the stomach. But on reflection, it was the best lesson that I learned as a young entrepreneur. What he was saying to me was that I had to take responsibility for the finances. As a, an entrepreneur of a small growing business, no matter how quick it was growing, I could not abdicate the ownership of the finances and specifically the understanding of the finances, the costing and the cash flow management. I could bring in somebody who specialized in that, but I should know as well, if not better than them, what is going on in the business from a finance perspective. And I see this issue playing out again and again with entrepreneurs. I see them having the inability to price their product or services correctly, resulting in mostly underpriced products or services, which means incredibly low margins or actually in many instances, negative margins, in other words, losses, and then constantly then chasing this cash flow and becoming exhausted. I see entrepreneurs completely abdicating the responsibility of collecting money because they don't want the conflict of picking up the phone to a client and saying, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Client, please, can you pay? I delivered the service or the product last month. You happy with it? Please, can you pay? They don't want that sense of conflict and they don't want to be in a position where they are giving up some of their power. When I was just 15 years old, my uncle pulled me aside and helped me to see and understand that there are multiple different languages spoken in a business environment. Many of these one can grasp over time by sheer force of exposure, but one or two of them require significant effort to learn. 
He urged me to consider taking these at university. And the most important, the language of finance. Hi, I'm Gareth Armstrong, and you're listening to a Razor's Edge podcast. In this seventh lesson, Alon describes why he believes understanding finance is such an important opportunity. In fact, he describes it as one of our CSFs. And when coming from an experienced entrepreneur like Alon, urged on by his very successful mentor, I'm certain we all suddenly see this as a critical success factor too. This series is all about learning from the lessons of others. More specifically, learning from the successes and failures that Alon Reyes, CEO of Reyescorp, has experienced over the last 20 years. As we rejoin Alon, it is well worth having a pen handy and a notebook close by to record your thoughts and impressions in. My message to entrepreneurs, and the inclination is to say the entrepreneurs who are starting out there, but I know better than that, I know that many of the entrepreneurs listening right now have been doing it for many years, are probably in the same boat. My message to you is to get comfortable with finance to lose the narrative in your mind that finance is somebody else's domain, that it's something that you're not good at or that you don't like. It's irrelevant whether you like it or not. It's a critical success factor in your business. You as entrepreneur need to control the margin and you cannot control the margin in your product or service if you don't know how to cost. You, the entrepreneur, need to control your cash flow and you cannot control your cash flow if you're not watching the financials on a monthly basis. You're not looking at the bank, you're not looking at who owes you money, you're not looking at whom you owe money to, and you're not managing the three. If you're not doing that, you're going to land up in situations where you cannot purchase inputs into your business and therefore it's going to have an impact in your ability to sell or deliver and that's going to ultimately lead to that statistic of 96% failure. Did you catch those two additional points we can test ourselves against? How clear are you on your current margin? Are you able to share it instantly or do you have to go and look the numbers up? If the answer is the latter, that might be quite telling. The other point that Alon mentioned was cash flow. Are you on top of this as well? If this is a critical success factor, it seems reasonable that we ought to have this as top of mind information. How else could we take advantage of opportunities as they present themselves? What would we be saying yes to? So how do you become comfortable with finance? The first step is to actually tell yourself that you have no choice and it's something that you've got to do. Once you've got past step one, it's having an academic relationship with the finances. In other words, you are looking to the finances in order to see how you can improve them. How can you improve margin? How can you improve cash flow? How can you reduce costs? It needs to be almost gamified in your head in order to chase improvement constantly in your business. You do this through trending, through conversations, through the discipline of monthly financial meetings. If you don't have a partner, set up that finance meeting with your accountant. It might cost you a few thousand rand or dollars. It's money well spent. It's your education. It's your confidence for the future. Go onto YouTube. There's so much free information out there to teach you about how to manage your finances. Whenever you've got an hour gap, just 
quietly search a topic within the finance domain that you're battling with and spend an hour watching through a couple of videos that would give you more insight and understanding and therefore confidence around that area. I know that every time I heard an acronym or an abbreviation that I didn't understand or a ratio that was not clear to me, I would quietly just go and read up on it or go and watch a video on it. And the next time I was presented with that acronym or abbreviation, I felt a lot more confident and could talk to it. I know that what I'm about to say might not be fair, but I believe it. For me, if one of the biggest contributors to businesses failing is the lack of financial acumen and understanding, then why wouldn't you want to become a fay and in, in fact an expert in that space? It is your enabler. But I see far too many entrepreneurs hiding behind the rock as I did as a young entrepreneur. The rock being the excuse that I'm not good at this, I'm not passionate about this. This is somebody else's domain. If success is your domain, then financial acumen should be your domain. That doesn't mean that you have to do all these things. It just means that in those conversations with your accountants, with your bookkeepers, that they see you as an authority and somebody who understands and they can't, quite frankly, just bullshit you about what's going on because they know you'll pick up that bullshit. And so I followed the advice and admonition of my uncle and I studied finance at university. Clearly though, theoretical knowledge is not enough. Here's a final word from Alon and his re-emphasis of the practical value of understanding our finances. If you don't know your finances, you're probably going to cost incorrectly. If you cost incorrectly, you're going to have lower margins, if not negative margins. If you have low or negative margins, you're always going to be in a cash flow issue. If you're in a cash flow issue, you're going to have the inability to deliver and also be defocused. If you can't deliver and you're defocused, you're not going to be out there selling. If you're not out there selling, your business is going to collapse. Head over to racecorp.com where you'll find similar resources to this one and also the opportunity to sign up for notifications to stay updated on new releases. In addition to this, Follow Racecorp on your favorite social media platforms where you'll find additional updates about this podcast series and others we are producing. My name is Gareth Armstrong and I'll see you in Lesson 8.